0: On 3. A very good morning it's james ross here with money talk it's eight minutes to nine and time for us to uh, cross to australia uh, to speak to katrina l senior economist at moody's analytics for our view from australia good morning katrina how are you
1: Good morning. Uh, Thank you for having me
0: on. You're welcome. And I I guess interest rates have been at the centre of uh, the economic world in Australia as well this week. Not only the US, but of course, the RBA unexpectedly hiked uh, its cash rate by 25 basis points on uh, Tuesday evening. Uh, Did that come as a surprise to you, Katrina?
1: Honestly it did come as a surprise to us. We were expecting that they would hold and uh, you know give at least another one or two months before they um, pulled the trigger again with another hike because we thought. Um, you know, with inflation coming down, it made sense to pause, take a breather, and actually see how the economy is digesting um, the already significant amount of monetary tightening that's been introduced. But they thought, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to just keep forging on with, with this latest 25 basis point hike. But we do think that, you know, we're probably at the peak of the cycle now. I mean, as I said, a huge amount of tightening has been injected into the economy. It's going to take time to fully materialized. So it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to be much more aggressive when it comes to future rate hikes.
0: So there will be another one, do you think, in the near future?
1: No, I I mean, our expectation is that, I mean, I'm hedging a little bit because honestly, we're in Mm. a hugely uncertain world at the moment. But our expectation is that that 3.85% that the cash rates currently sitting on is going to be the peak. But I, I would you know caution that with look continue to w- look closely at how the labor market and how inflation particularly core inflation which stripping out the um more volatile items of food and fuel is is um kind of you know uh materializing because if we don't see that sustained downtrend in core inflation then we will see um, you know another one or two more rate hikes but our expectation is that core inflation will continue to cool the labor market will also continue to ease as well so further hikes won't be needed.
0: There's been a lot of talk about recession or no recession around the world in recent uh, days and weeks uh, in the US, uh, particularly so, but also in uh, Europe. How about in Australia? You know, is, the, you know, is it inevitable perhaps that there could be some recession you know, in Australia?
1: Well, I think, um, you know, it's important to remember that Australia isn't called the lucky country for nothing. Um, Australia (laughs) still does have some um, really important, um, really positive stories. Um, If we look beyond the the high inflation, high borrowing costs, high household debt, negative narrative, there are other good, positive things happening. One of the the main positives that um, we like to point out at the moment is the strong population growth. Uh, We've got population growth in Australia projected at 2% um, as a result of the uh, expected return of influx of of international migration and I think it's going to be pretty difficult to to get a recession when you've got such strong population growth because it's really feeding into stronger domestic demand, household consumption and it's really keeping the economy, um, you know, Moving along nicely, um, as opposed to how it would if if we didn't have that strong influx of um, visitors and, and longer term arrivals from overseas. Uh,
0: China has always been very close to uh, Australia. Uh, In terms of trading, uh, it's been up and down in the last couple of years, for sure. Uh, But, uh, you know, there's obviously a a reopening going on in China at the moment. Uh, We've heard earlier on in the show that uh, tourism is up in a pretty big way across the country, um, bigger now than uh, before the pandemic. Uh, How about the relationship with Australia? Uh, What are the implications there, do you think? Yeah, so I think
1: that one of the... Easiest channels of impact when we're looking at the the positive spillovers from China's reopening on Australia would be the revival of service exports. Prior to the pandemic, uh, China was such an important source of visitors into Australia both short-term in terms of education, tourism, but also longer-term arrivals as well. And Australia's service exports are still pretty far below pre-pandemic levels. So we do expect that recovery to really accelerate over the course of this year, thanks to the arrival of mainland visitors. But more broadly, uh, with... The expectation that China's economy is going to really experience um, a sustained revival in um, consumption investment this year, thanks to the abandonment of their zero COVID policy. That also helps um, commodity prices as well, particularly iron ore, which of course is you know a, a key income earner for the Australian economy.
0: Now, amongst the doom and gloom that we have been talking about, uh, uh, where are the bright spots at the moment for the Australian uh, economy? Where where do you see them at the moment, Katrina?
1: Where where do I see the bright spots in the Mm. Australian economy? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it would be, uh, yeah, the, the population growth story, the fact that, I mean... Um, not all Australians are really struggling with this inflation, um, high interest rate environment. We've still got medium to higher income earners that are still have that decent um, savings buffer that they built up during the pandemic. So, um, you know, that that's a positive as well. And And more broadly as well, I think... If, if we're looking at sort of mortgage stress metrics, it's still quite low. Insolvency rates in Australia—they they are on a on a, a an upward trend, but they're they're still quite low as well. And I think um, the responsiveness of the government to um, say you know weather shocks, for instance, has been really positive. So um, it, it's helping to really um, the effectiveness of of monetary and fiscal policy, particularly fiscal policy, has helped insulate. Um, businesses and households as well through through this difficult period. So it means that as we're adjusting to this high interest rate environment, um, we're not in as bad shape as what we could be.
0: Sounds like it's uh, quite positive. Katrina L is Senior Economist <laughs> at Moody's Analytics. Have a great weekend, uh, Katrina.